What's up, everybody? I'm Juan Antonio, and thank you very much for listening to 5 Minutes of Faith. Well, work finally slowed down a little bit for me. It gave me enough time to be able to get off the mustard and catch up. Yeah, I know. I'm not a dad, but I like dad jokes for some odd reason. Um, But yeah, work finally slowed down for me. I was able to follow up on a few emails and I was able to catch up and, you know, kind of get my groove back. Uh, Those last couple of weeks I've been bombarded, but finally settled in and ready to go. Um, As far as Nicole's health goes or Nicole, my wife, um, she is still suffering some of the lingering effects from her treatment, but not as bad as she was when she was going through the treatment uh, or even shortly right after we got off the treatment completely. So thank the Lord for that. Um, So let me go ahead and get started and get into this word here. So today I want to read the story of the lame beggar and Peter healing her or healing him. Um, And that is in Acts chapter three, verses one through 10. So let me go ahead and get started here. So one day, Peter and John were going up to the temple at the time of prayer at three in the afternoon. Now, a man who was lame from birth was being carried to the temple uh, gate called Beautiful, where he was put every day to beg for those going into the temple courts. When he saw Peter and John about to enter, he asked them for money. Peter looked straight at him, as did John. Peter then said, look at us. So the man gave him his full attention, expecting to get something from them. Then Peter said, silver or gold I do not have, but what I do have I give you. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, walk. Taking him by the right hand, he helped him up, and instantly the man's feet and ankles became strong. He jumped to his feet and began to walk. Then he went with them into the temple courts, walking and jumping and praising God. When all the people saw him walking and praising God, they recognized him as the same man who used to be begging at the temple gate called Beautiful. And they were filled with wonder and amazement at what God, at what had happened to him. Whew, man, so this is a great story. This is uh, something that... I live for and the reason why is because well first off let me give you some context behind what 3 p.m. meant and you know why uh, he was there at 3 p.m. or why his friends would leave him there at 3 p.m. every day so back then devout Jews would go into the temple at 9 9 a.m. 12 p.m. and 3 p.m. for time of prayer and this man obviously knew that. I don't know if he was of Jewish descent or what, but yes, uh, we know that he was dropped off at 3 p.m. Um, during prayer time. And that's when people would go to the temple, would walk past him. I'm um, sure some of them would give him money um, to help him out because at the end of the day, this man was a lame beggar. Um, I, I'm, I'm going to just start referring to him as Larry, um, you know, Larry, the lame beggar, instead of just saying lame beggar every time, I'm just called him Larry. Anyways, um, Larry still had bills to pay. Larry still had to eat. Larry still had to put a roof over his head. And that was his way of making money. So a lot of people would walk past him, give him his money, but then came Peter and John, who were on their way to the temple for a time of prayer. 
What if Peter and John hadn't stopped for Larry? What if they just kept walking past him and didn't take the time out to listen to the Spirit and what God had told them to do for him? You see, we have these opportunities in our lives to be able to be impactful to others. Also, God will put other people in our lives so that they can be impactful to our lives. So, in my experience with God, there's been times where he's answered prayers immediately. Like, yeah, right away where I'm like, oh God, wow, that was 100%. And then there have been other times where I've had to wait on the Lord. And on those times where I've had to wait on the Lord, I've actually been able to develop my faith in him. I've been able to rely on him so much more knowing that he is in control and that it's never been about me. There are times when I've prayed for things that I think that I need and the Lord hasn't given it to them. He's given uh, different things to me that I really do need. Let me share a quick story with you. So a few years ago when um, I used to work in an office pre-COVID, um, my coworkers and I would always go and yeah, right around three o'clock. Now that I think about it, that's kind of odd. Anyways, right around three o'clock in the afternoon, we would go and walk to the local coffee shop there and get an afternoon coffee so that we can wrap up our day. Um, and you know, and it was just kind of a way to break the monotony of the day as well. One day I saw a man sitting by the light rail station and it was just kind of like weird. I was like, oh, I, I don't really pay attention to people that much. So walked past him, looked at him. He didn't look homeless, but then he didn't look like he was like in, you know, the best, uh, uh, the best shape, I, I want to say. Um, but, you know, I walked past him, but I, I felt this prompt from inside the, from the Holy Spirit. Just tell me, give him the money that you have in your wallet. So I have no problem doing that. So I looked into my wallet and I literally just see a $20 bill in there. I was like, ooh, that's ooh, 20 bucks. Ooh, you know? Um, so I um, get into the building, get on the elevator with my coworkers. Then I start feeling convicted, like straight up conviction. Just like, just listen to the Lord and go give this man those $20 get up to my floor I turn around get back in the elevator go down and I finally get outside approach this man and said here um I felt the Lord told me to uh, give you this and he literally says man you know what I had just prayed to the Lord and asked him to provide me money so that I can go get myself something to eat and I was like whew and those $20 that I gave him were a bigger blessing to me than it was to him. Because the fact that I saw the Lord move and answer that man's prayer that quickly, that strengthened my faith. That moment right there, I was like, oof, thank you, Lord. Like, I was ready to jump for joy. Like the, uh, you know, Larry the lame beggar, uh, when once he was healed, like I was ready. Like, wow, Lord, thank you. Um, and then there's been other times, um, uh, recently, uh, when my wife was diagnosed with, uh, cancer, 
Um, I remember uh, it started off as just like a little, you know, a bump on the leg, on her leg. It looked, it almost looked like an ingrown hair. Um, from there, got it tested. Yeah, it's cancerous. We're going to have to do a surgery to remove it. And in the surgery, we're going to see if it spread to any of the lymph nodes, blah, 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 blah. Um, you know, and I, and I prayed to God, like, Lord, please, yes, she has cancer, but please do not allow it to spread. Lord, allow it to be contained. Sure enough, we get the results and it's spread to her lymph nodes. She has stage three cancer. Oh, man. Um, I remember praying and praying and praying and waking up at two in the morning, praying and praying and praying and praying and praying and praying. And the whole time, yes, I felt anxious. But during the times of her appointments, I would get this great peace. I would have this peace and I would sit there and I would joke around with people. I remember the very the very first time I saw her sit in that chair to get her treatment. You know, the the, the, the chemo chair. Um, but thankfully she didn't get chemo. She um, was getting um, uh, the name of the medication is Keytruda and it's immunotherapy. So she was getting immunotherapy and not chemo, thank the Lord, but it was still in the same chair. And I remember at that moment, I wanted to break down crying because it was overwhelming. But I didn't because I wanted to be strong for my wife. And I just kept praying and praying and praying and praying. And within the first three months of her treatment, they found zero evidence of cancer in her body and her scans have been clear since then. 13 months later, she was declared in, in remission and now we go every three months just to get scans to ensure that it doesn't come back. But in faith, I'm believing that she is going to be cancer free and that we will be able to grow old together. See, there's going to be times when God answers your prayers right away. But in my experience with God, I've learned that he is going to train you for the long haul. He is going to train you to depend on him. He wants every single part of your mind, body and soul to depend on him and on him alone and not in the circumstances around you. I'm sure Peter and John could have given Larry money and give him a quick fix. But God has the long haul in mind always in every single situation. And I'm sure that once Larry got healed, yes, he had to learn a craft. Yes, he had to learn something to be able to make his money because he wasn't able to beg anymore. But God prepared him for the long haul. And you could also tell the humility in his heart because Larry the lame beggar walked into that temple jumping and praising God to so always remember to praise God in every, for everything that he's done in your life even if you're down and out thank him for what he is going to do in your life because you never know when your Peter and John walk into that circumstance and change your life around God will place the right people at the right time exactly when you need it. So regardless of your circumstance, remember, God has the long haul in mind.
to thank him for his long-term plans. And secondly, don't get so caught up in doing your business and running around and making sure you take care of you that you don't stop and look for the lame beggar in your life. We have the opportunity to make a difference in other people's lives here. Let's not take that opportunity for granted. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you, Lord, for who you are. We thank you for your love, your mercy, your grace. Thank you, Lord, that you place the right people in our lives, that you give us the right opportunities at the right time, right when we need it. Lord, we ask that you also allow us to be a blessing to those in our lives. Allow us to make an impact in the world around us. Lord, give us the wisdom and the discernment and tell us who to help, how to help, and when to help. Allow us to listen to your small, still voice. Allow our minds to slow down enough. Allow our minds to silence enough to where we can hear your small, still voice leading us and telling, and telling us exactly what we need to do. Thank you, Lord, for every single one of these listeners. Thank you, Lord, for the purpose that you have in every single one of these listeners' lives, Lord. Thank you for moving in us. Lord, we give you full authority over our lives. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen. All right, y'all. That's all I have for you for this week. If you would like for me to pray alongside you, please, please text 888-394-0184. Again, that's 888-394-0184. Also, if you like this podcast, please feel free to subscribe, turn on alerts, and uh, please uh, shoot me a rating on whatever platform you are listening to this on. All right, y'all. God bless. Love you all. Peace.